We're gonna see Space City, and we're gonna knock them out, and we're gonna play with our pigeons. Reviewing, viewing, and previewing sports, entertainment, and events, Dirty Dina Studio presents See Space City, starring Alan, Ricky, and Brian. Welcome, everybody, to the Sea Space City Podcast. It is I, the Podfather, Brian, and I am here with the stars of the show via satellite, because we are Space City, <laughs> Alan and Ricky. I see what you did there. And paging in, paging in. I have to say something. When we created this show, we really messed with my speaking ability and then I have I have a little bit of a lisp <laughs> and then we called the show Sea Space City and I have to really focus on my <laughs> to get through that intro <laughs> I totally meant to do it too on purpose you know? <laughs> I know how you feel like I've had I've had situations in my family where people's tongues have been too big for their mouths and they've had to get their tongues clipped a bit so yeah I think I got a tad bit of that myself sometimes but <laughs> I don't have the Sea Space City thing though Sea Space City podcast <laughs> that's that's when Mike Tyson's on <laughs> we're gonna see Space City and we're gonna <laughs> knock them out and we're gonna play with our pigeons and I, own a, and I own a fucking tiger and it's gonna <laughs> eat Evander's children <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> and that is how you start a show kids <laughs> Alan my man how you doing, buddy? Woo. Got off of work, came straight home, had a little whopper, 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 you know, had to treat myself on a Tuesday. And, uh, <laughs> man, I'm ready to go. How, how about you? How's Ricky doing? Ricky, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Yeah, I'm doing good. Just ready for the uh, Roughnecks to start playing on the weekend again, maybe? <laughs> uh, the weekdays don't seem to be doing them well. Holy crap, man. <laughs> so no, before we... Forgotten. That's, what, that's all I have to say about that. Before <laughs> we get into that disappointment, <laughs> I have another disappointment to address. Uh-huh. It's, it's actually twofold. Firstfold, the killers, after making us wait six oh. months... Turn totally around Friday night and postpone again. Oh, man. They keep on doing this to Dude. Houston. What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but they seem hell-bent and determined not to play Houston. Bro, are they like some weird Zodiac people where yada yada yah is in retrograde and all this nonsense and they just don't want to come to Houston? <laughs> I don't know, but it's nonsense. And I say that because I had this epic weekend planned. We played Poker Friday night, which, once again, this guy won. And I, well, I heard that there may have been some shenanigans at this poker game. No. Someone posted sh about shenanigans. Oh, no. Uh, whoever sent that was just jealous because they weren't here. There oh, that, yeah, that was... The, the <laughs> hand that I got eliminated on, I accidentally flopped the six cards instead of five. So, uh, uh, Brian ended up actually beating me with a straight, and I just had ace high. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Brian's like, you sure you don't want to redo? I was like, no, I, I got ace high. Brian, like, well, I got straight. And I believe, I believe what I said was, "Oh, that's adorable." Here's my straight. <laughs> Give me all your chips. <laughs> he tried to give it to you at first. You sure you don't want to redo, Brian? Yeah. Sure. You I, mean, I, I was the dealer too. That's the hardest. You know, that's the hardest pill right there. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so 
if we find out during poker that the killers aren't playing, I was I was pissed off the rest of the night. I was so that's, already a cup of moonshine, two cups of moonshine in. I was just like, "Woo, sorry, Brian. Pause the game. Pause the game." <laughs> I was pretty ecstatic when I heard this news because I had like a gig that night. So that's hopefully true. I'll be able to go in May. Hopefully, May fourteenth <laughs> is a Sunday. Yeah, hopefully. Mother's Day. Unfortunately, I mean Ooh. that's unfortunate for you boys. My mom's in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll just treat my mom to some breakfast or something that day, unless they go to Mexico. You know, I heard some rumblings about that. So, hey. Well, then you're off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd love to go to Mexico, though. I'm not going to lie. Mother's Day in Mexico is just, just another different occasion, you know. <laughs> so, <sighs> my Saturday was quasi ruined. We made up for it by playing some golf. Played a different course down in Alvin. Fun little nine-hole course. Um, had a good time with that. It was. It got a little warm on us. The, the sun came out, and you know, I got a little sunburn. Got to work out. Got started, got the start, start burning some of that up. We're going for trim bry. Little oh trim man, bry. I've been <laughs> trimming a lot of food. Let me tell you. So. <laughs> Sunday I wanted to go to Austin for the NASCAR race now Austin had a hell of a weekend because not only was the NASCAR race there but so was the Dell Technologies match play for the PGA oh was that not okay okay that was in Austin and I almost got in the car and went to that <laughs> but nobody wanted to go with me to NASCAR, so I stayed home and I watched the match play and honestly, the match play was excellent. It's a shame that they're not going to uh have any more because yeah. it was really awesome for one one event a year for them to do match play. It's a whole different game. Oh, they're just not going to do it next year. No. Oh, wow. So hopefully they can do something to bring back a match play event or save that one. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I watched the uh, players a couple weeks before, but yeah, I didn't catch that one. I don't, I don't, I try not to catch the, or not try not to. I don't catch the smaller ones and stuff like that sometimes. Well, I mean, the match play is a huge one. It's a WGC event. It was an elevated event. Yeah. It, um, like I said, it was the last one. They was Scotty Scheffler there? Scotty Scheffler was there. Scotty Scheffler Whoa. placed fourth? Third. Okay. Okay. So there was only two. There was technically four matches on Sunday. Yeah. You had um, Scotty versus Sam Burns and Rory versus... I don't remember the other guy. Um, yep. He was looking to be. He was looking to get a fir- his first win. Nice. Um, Sam Burns and the other guy I don't remember. They're the ones who advanced to the final. They took yep. down number one and number three in the world to get to the finals. So they played they against each Sunday, other. Man. Yeah, right. They played against <laughs> each other in the afternoon, and really, what we all wanted for the final. Number one versus number three, Scotty versus Rory, was yeah. for third yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> and so Sam Burns closed out the championship match. Um, was it six and five? Nice. He was okay. up by six with five holes to go. It was over. Yeah. Scotty and Rory made it the whole way through 17. Nice. Yeah. So we did I gotta get go back to, and watch that one, Scotty and Rory. Yeah, I gotta go. Oh yeah, it was there. excellent. Oh hell yeah! And actually, both both semifinals went into extra holes. Yeah. Sam nice, Burns simple. took twenty one holes to beat Scheffler, and then Rory took, or um, I, why can't I remember the other dude's name? But he took nineteen to beat Rory. So they were able to play all the course, all the holes. 
Because a lot oh, of yeah. courses won't let you do that. A lot of courses will just say one hole, not two holes. You won't get two holes, but you can get the one hole. Not in a match play because you have to have a winner. They'll play as many as they need. That was my attempt at a dirty joke. (laughs) Not not all courses will let you play too. No, no. It was up there with your handyman deal, which (laughs) while we're mentioning your. No, no, no. The issue is you keep on stepping on them because you're supposed to yes and. You're supposed to laugh even when you don't think it's all funny every time (laughs) (laughs) suddenly we've gone from podcast to improv troop (laughs) (laughs) so we we can edit this out later (laughs) yeah we'll leave it in so yeah that was my weekend of quasi disappointment (laughs) still had fun though still had fun yeah i ended up having an okay weekend though (laughs) <laughs> so boys what'd you have going on this past weekend Ooh, let me think let me think well actually this past weekend nothing but the weekend before that we had the the finals for the indoor league which was you know pretty fun we had some trouble with the stream we couldn't time it right so you know night night well spent loading up all these stats and all that good stuff but but we'll figure it out for next season though chop it up to the game but i don't know <laughs> this past weekend kind of just flew by me i'm not gonna lie right well especially with the killers concert being canceled saturday obviously that was that was also my big center point for the weekend and yeah just ripped out just ripped out so that's why i don't remember what happened last weekend because nothing happened i mean also <laughs> there was a lot of moonshine drank by you yeah, that's also true. Yeah, Sunday was Alan. a recovery day for sure. <laughs> well, except that you drank it on Friday night, so you were still still hurting. Yeah, Sunday morning. Yeah, <laughs> I'd imagine it's like some moonshine. That'll that'll so, put well, you out. Okay, <laughs> okay. Alan rolls in to my house on Friday night. He's got this jar of moonshine. He's like, yeah. My buddy got me this from Tennessee, and I'm like, that looks suspiciously like the jar I already have in the freezer that's available at liquor stores. (laughs) Hey, hey, but you know, if I brought you tequila from Mexico, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's just like the tequila that I could buy at the liquor. You'd be like, you know what? Al got me some tequila from Mexico. Let's go. This bottle. So, I mean, obviously, you know, it wasn't like moonshine from like some guy's backyard, but, you know, it's still moonshine from Tennessee. So it's the same, the same equivalent cultural difference, I'd say. (laughs) So, yeah, had I known the killers were going to skip out on us because I was saving my drinking up for Saturday night, I would have been partaking in that with you. Instead, till I till we got that news, and I said, "Let me have a drink." I had a little uh, whiskey and ginger ale, and I was like, "Okay, well, I think one drinks it." <laughs> <laughs> so, Ricky, how was your weekend, buddy? Uh pretty chill weekend. I worked uh, DJed on Saturday night. Worked this uh, gig for the uh, NCL National Charity League out of Houston. Uh, pretty fun. I've been doing this a few years now. What? So, so the funny thing is that the one in the Woodlands. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. done that one yeah. once. Yeah, yeah, Woodlands Marriott. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So the funny thing to come out of it, this new rapper NLE Chapa, who I'm a big fan of, he has this new song called "A uh, Slut Me Out," and like the the um high school and these are high high school kids. <laughs> Great. <laughs> like they will come up to you and ask for like the dirtiest songs because they're in oh, high yeah. school, of course. That's what we did too. We listened to like Eminem back then. And have you listened to Eminem recently? It's like, I mean, I was in college when he came out, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but anyway, <laughs> some of the songs are are pretty rough, and some of the songs are rougher than other ones, and uh. This one's a particular song that I happen to love, but uh, I'm not a high school kid anymore. So, but 
they will come up to you and ask you for songs and they will come up and be like, Hey, can you play slut me out? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll try and play the queen version for you. <laughs> but over, but uh, that's the only funny part. The, the rest of it, the kids are great. They were, they were fun. They were nice. They're always cool. They'll, they'll get on stage and like, you know, jump around and dance and, goofy and stuff like that took a took a uh, selfie with a couple of them and stuff pretty nice. fun stuff <laughs> like, uh, you play the kids bot version yeah, um... yeah. of slut me out <laughs> kids of wap that one yeah waffles and pancakes <laughs> that's a thing that exists is it really yes it is <laughs> wow Waffles and pancakes. Wow. What, what it's all about you... breakfast. Wow. That's wonderful. <laughs> I suppose waffles and pancakes. Got... No, it doesn't really translate to that. But <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of what you would say for slut me out. Yeah, I'm trying to. Stop um... me out. Shut me out. I don't know. I don't know how the song goes. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Slut me out. You gotta you gotta shot me out. Mama <laughs> take me to go buy some shoes. Shot me out. <laughs> well it talks about it talks about uh spitting in your face while you are uh intimate with your spit with your in lover. my face, mama. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, Don Mysterio yes. over here. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Gary back on track. There we go. <laughs> Brian's like, yes, yeah, spit on me, mommy. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say that was me. <laughs> He's like, if it's Rhea, yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> that's my wife you're talking to. Might be your mom, but that's my wife. You better not tell him this opinion. <laughs> Buddy Murphy. <laughs> that's that's my girlfriend. You 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 shut your mouth there. <laughs> I'll leave this company right now. <laughs> Tag title and all. I'll leave. Oh my goodness. Tony Khan's in such shambles. That company is just done. Uh, <laughs> and wait, is this the ultimate AEW stand? Uh, um, talking mean about Father Tony? <laughs> Look, unless CM Punk somehow comes back and proves that it's all just a con. LOL. Uh, I didn't even realize what I did there, but I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't talk talk bad about my precious AEW. We need AEW around. I love WWE, but we need need an alternative sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, of course, of course. I mean... It's they're they're doing the best they can, but you know, I definitely showed Antonio uh Tony Khan doing a promo and I just said like, Hey, what do you think? You know, just look at the homie. And he was like, Ooh, that homie is on on some stuff. You know, <laughs> some extracurriculars, some extra extracurriculars. That watches <laughs> Dilated pupils, white knuckling the freaking microphone, you know, it was pretty wild out there. <laughs> Somebody was talking about that. They were saying that uh, CM Punk, he's talking about CM Punk going off at the press conference or whatever. And so, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> somebody was talking about that and they were saying like CM Punk is such a bad uh, like showcase for straight edge because like had he maybe like smoked a little bit of weed every now and then. Maybe he wouldn't go so crazy at press conferences <laughs> like that. <laughs> He'd be a little bit more chill. A couple <laughs> hits on the vape pen would go a long way for CM yeah, Punk. Right, man. Shout out Weed Appreciation Day today. <laughs> Feels like it's like three and a half weeks away. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> so I was like it's not 420? It's not 420. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy before we derail like a union pacific train by the way two more in two days two more yeah 
Runaway train in California. Ran without anybody on it. No crew, nothing for like an hour and then derailed. So are we having like old school like um train hijackings or something? I don't the know. Right next to the or train. Is, on their it, is it the Russian slash Chinese is <laughs> taking like, over these railway systems and making our, <laughs> our 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 trains crash, you know, causing a major spillway in Pennsylvania. The Russians are just going they're just going and sprinkling a couple rubles on the tracks to make the trains derail. Yeah. What a way to sabotage America. We're going to attack their trains. With the open borders, you know, with these damn Democrats with the open borders just letting everybody in. No wonder these trans- trains are just derailing all over the place. In Russia, it is still 1885. Therefore, we destroy the train system in America. <laughs> That'll show them. In, in Russia, Russia train don't derail you. You derail train. <laughs> we just have bad infrastructure. That's it. And ever since COVID happened, like I could sense like it every single it feels like every single fast food place too, like just service everywhere has just gotten oh, worse. <laughs> like everywhere. And every place. The service everywhere since COVID has just gotten just worse. Just slightly worse. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> And I think that's what's going on. I think people were changing jobs and stuff, and you know we need to we need to put money into our infrastructure and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, something's definitely going on. Either that, or they're just reporting this more. <laughs> <laughs> right? Turns out trains have been going off the tracks all this time. Just nobody yeah. told us. We're just not talking about it because we expect it or something. It's like, of course it goes off the track. It's a train. Who's Rick, is Ricky train? saying that train derailments are the new BLM of 2020, of 2020 like the summer of 2020? <laughs> train lives matter. TC, TCM, train cars matter. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's not get too political now. But. Hey, crazy who's going to stand up for the train cards if we don't? They, they, Thomas, they, they, the tank. Thomas, the what, tank. Is that what the T stands for in LGBT? <laughs> <laughs> not going to follow up on that. Not trying to get canceled. Is that where that comes from? Oh, come on. Is that where that comes from? I think that's where that comes from. <laughs> Not looking for a cancellation. Oh, come on, our, our our ten people are gonna laugh at that. Whatever. I mean, God, I hope so. And hey, we can we, tell we, their we friends. We want to keep all ten of them. So hey, we got we got to embrace all. Hey, come on. Oh boy. So, all right. Now, the roughnecks. We, we achieved a sad day last week. Well, two weeks ago almost now. Yeah. <laughs> and we followed it up. There's been three Roughnecks games somehow since we last recorded. We the got first one by Josh Gordon. Team. Well, <laughs> I see what you did there. So, first off, the Orlando Guardians are the Cleveland Browns of the XFL. <laughs> I almost wish that the Roughnecks would not would not have played them twice in the first four weeks. Yeah, what was that, man? <laughs> nothing would would have righted the ship better this week than playing Orlando. <laughs> yeah, man. <Jeez>. So <laughs> the the Roughnecks caught their first two L's in franchise history. They lost to Seattle on a Thursday the night. On, the Roughnecks have lost their game. <laughs> this can't go on. No, no. <laughs> Take the L. <laughs> now I get I get what I want. <laughs> get what you didn't want, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> when I've so, got no pressure right now, I mean, obviously you still have to perform, but there's no added pressure of, you know, having to stay undefeated. You just have to correct the ship now. Oh, I'd yes. rather have that pressure. I'd rather have that pressure. <laughs> I'll take that pressure. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like, it's like Argentina in the World Cup. They were undefeated for so so many games up till that first game against Saudi Arabia. They started off winning. They lose. Then it's all that. Of course, now it's elimination pressure. But it's like there's that pressure. There's no more pressure of staying undefeated. You just have to start winning now. Because it's like, correct the course or else you're fucked. That's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah. So that they can go through some adversity, know mm-hmm. how to get through it before the playoffs start. And, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, Brian's going to gonna give his take on the game. But looking at the box score, you know, the Roughnecks almost came back and almost won last this last week. But take it away, Bri. It wasn't <laughs> as close as the box score indicated. If you watch um, the game, there were portions of it where where it was okay. It, like mid third quarter, mid mid third quarter, end of third, it was still okay. Yes, but, yeah. And then it went awry. It went <laughs> terribly wrong. the The big thing that was brutal last night was penalties, bro. And there was a low blow penalties. penalty. A low blow. There was, Someone. Someone committed to WWE style low blow. Like, oh! <laughs> Hit him like Ric Flair. Yeah, man. They didn't show the replay, so it was probably more of a punch the ding dong. But still, holy crap, man. You just it was like that. a punch in the ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> just slap that Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. oh my god. So yeah, there was there was that. There was the personal foul for squirting the ref with a water bottle. <laughs> what was that, bro? You know, <laughs> here's the thing though. Here's what I will say. I I think some of this shit was dubious because they never showed that happening. They never showed a replay of that. Yeah, no, they didn't. But they might not have had. A, they might not have had a good picture of it. Like, they might, might not have. have but with all the cameras out. that are on a football field, yeah. I was wondering too because they didn't show that nor the low blow. Like I've been watching football for like twenty plus years. I've never seen. I've no. never seen a penalty for like somebody, get, someone squirting a referee on the sidelines ever. Right in any, at any level. That's wild. <laughs> So, I posted on Facebook about one of these penalties because it was ridiculous. It absolutely, like, I will say this. That officiating crew was not qualified to referee a Pop Warner game, let alone any kind of game where the players were getting paid. It was ridiculous. So many <laughs> bullshit penalties, but this one stuck out to me hard. Fourth and one, Roughnecks are trying to keep a drive alive. And at this point, they've started to gather a little momentum. The comeback is on. It's Mm -hmm. fourth and one. They call the Roughnecks for a false start. Now, I think you could make a case that some of the defensive linemen moved first, but here's the other problem. The defensive end on the near side of the field to the camera was so far in the neutral zone, he might have been well been in the backfield when they lined up for that play. And I'm sorry you call that shit. It's bullshit. Yeah. Like, that was a drive killer. And that yeah. that's yeah. right then is where it all started to just go to shit. Like, no, the pick six right before it, halftime, less than ideal. Send it but, in. <laughs> you know, and I didn't I didn't see the pick six till after the game. It it's it's rough to see um the team end up like that. But it's a rough neck. Two losses is not the end of the world. They're still in first place. The uh the Brahmas and the Renegades uh, played in back to back weeks. Once in Dallas, once in San Antonio. 
and split them. So they kind of kept each other at bay. Yeah. So the Roughnecks still have like a two-game lead in the division, even after two losses in a row. Okay. So now we do have the St. Louis Battlehawks coming in this week. On Sunday, they, they flex the game from Saturday to Sunday, um, which allows me to be able to go and DJ. And <laughs> yeah, it allows well. Ricky to double DJ <laughs> and then go to the game. So there was a part of me that was mad when they first did it. And then there's a – my wallet was very happy then when I thought it through. <laughs> so – I put out on one of the Facebook groups about everybody should wear red on Sunday with the thought of like a battle red or, you know, because the battle Hawks colors are blue, white, and silver. So let's not wear any blue, white, or silver. Let's wear red. Our colors (laughs) are red, white, and blue, you know, we've got options. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I, I'm going to be trying to wear red. And Alan, I'm going to work on your hard hat tomorrow. Try and get it done in time. Yeah, I think I'm going to try. And, I think I'm going to try and wear red as well. I just worry that um, you know, if there are any crips there, we might get <laughs> shot. I, I do worry about that. The U.S. campus will blend right in. They're red. What are you talking That's about? That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Like, in the promos for UH Cougars football, they always say, show up, be loud, and wear red. So. <laughs> Take back the community. Wear red. It's all fun. <laughs> I mean, if if we got everybody to wear red, what if a blood did show up, or not a blood, a crip showed up? They'd be like, they'd be like, we're gonna take that bandana off, <laughs> or or we'll just all get shot. I don't know. It's it's gonna be one of them. I don't know, guys. We we might oh, be on the national boy. news next week. <laughs> all coming from the hospital as beep uh, beep. As we are, uh, you know, wounded, Ricky's got a shot in the leg, <laughs> Brian in the shoulder, and you know, I caught one in the in the stomach. <laughs> I'd probably get shot in the buttocks or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was running perfectly. So, Alan's taking a gut shot, man. Taking oh, one for the team. That's yeah. that's like the most painful of the three. Yeah, what, that's why we're in the hospital. Yeah, because you know I'm in the hospital. I mean, I feel like we're all in the hospital if we got yeah, shot. Like we're all in the hospital. <laughs> you don't want the game green to get set. In. <laughs> you gotta go get it checked out. Well, I mean, between the blue gang, the the red gang, and the gang green, you know, it's a tough choice. <laughs> Speaking of gang green. Thank you, Alan, for that. The J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 continue their pursuit of one Aaron Rodgers, the ultimate troller of the football world. As I am now... He's not trolling. He's just setting out his portions. Like, if you want me, this is what you're going to have to do. I don't know what to tell you. It's not a troll job. It's it's just high maintenance. It's I like just, if you're in a relationship with like a chick who's not maintenance, she's not trying to make you mad. She's just like, hey, if you want me, you better buy me some Gucci. The standard <laughs> is the standard. <laughs> <laughs> I need my rent paid. I need my bills paid. I need. <laughs> so, uh, more <clears throat> in further quarterback shenanigans. Lamar Jackson put out yesterday that he asked for a trade back on March 2nd from the Ravens who can't trade him until they sign him to a contract. So, 
Yeah. So because I know he's on the under unrestricted uh, free agent tag right now, so he can seek out another contract right now. But. So yeah, how it works is it would be similar to a sign and trade in the NBA. Yeah. He would essentially agree to terms with another team. Yeah. The Ravens would not match it. Um, or I, I forget exactly how that part of it goes. The Ravens would then oh, agree the Raven, to. Oh, the Raven. The Ravens have the uh, option of matching it, or yeah. like let. He's let a restricted him free agent. Yeah, or either that. Like they or can franchise him. Yeah. They're trying to franchise. No, they're him. unrestricted. He's unrestricted. I don't think he He's is an unrestricted. Uh, uh fran- Oh, the unrestricted franchise tag. My bad. Yeah. You okay over there, Alan? <laughs> I turned that, that air off because it was getting pretty cold. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, it would work similar to a sign and trade where they would sign him, agree to terms with the other team and trade him. Yeah. And of course the rumor mill is all ginned up. There's talk that the Texans would be in that sweepstakes. It would probably cost them the number two pick. That's so what? For Lamar Jackson? Yeah. You'd probably take that and then put the... Put the second pick on like an offensive lineman or something like that. Oh yeah. I mean, I figure this way. Essentially, they're just guaranteeing Davis Mills some more snaps. <laughs> you figure? Yeah, because Lamar Lamar gets always hurt. gets hurt. I mean, yeah. You would you would let Davis Mills, you know, at least do one more year while Lamar recovers from his injury. We have to evaluate that. You know, we have the best orthopedic surgeons here in the country, so. To be honest, do you have the it, LeBron it, it, James of feet here in this in, in Houston? <laughs> we've never been to the center here in Houston, I believe. Is that not so? <laughs> we don't know. I think we do have. We have very great. We have great medical facilities in Houston. But uh, I think Lamar is good. Like he's not. He, yeah, no, he's good. He's he's gonna play next year. He's not. He's not sitting out next year. He's gonna play next year. We'll ship him out tonight, so we'll get him some titanium knees. You know, we get to go. (laughs) The the big issue with Lamar is, like, he's got his – I believe his mom is trying to negotiate his contract or something like that. He's – yeah, either his mom or some free agent who's not really a free agent. He doesn't have an agent. It's him and his mom. Yeah. Super weird. It well, is. I mean, look, Larry Tunsil doesn't have an agent, and he does his contracts, but that's different, right? Not a Larry so, Tunsil yeah. got himself no. paid. He got a nice contract himself, yeah. He did. It's not so, a quarterback I mean, contract, especially because Lamar is like, he wants that Deshaun Watson contract. That's the issue. I don't like, blame they him. Would, they would gla- – hey, I don't blame him either. It's just no team's going to do that for you. It's just not no. – like, It's like 200 200- – like, the Texans already had that Deshaun Watson money lined up, right? Deshaun Watson just went to a different team. So we still have that money lined up. No, they, no time- that's why Deshaun Watson went to a different team, because, like, they're not going to give him. Nobody First gonna off, give, that's yeah, not nobody why. Nobody wants to give anybody, like, 240 mil guarantee. The money, the money was not why Deshaun Watson went to Cleveland. Yeah, no. <laughs> he just had to. He he couldn't be in Houston for sure, but yeah, he had to go somewhere. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here, Deshaun. Can't stay here. <laughs> <laughs> but if he, but if Lamar wants like a Derek Carr contract or something like that, the, I'm sure the Ravens have offered him a Derek Carr contract, maybe even more than that. But like you know. Yeah, he wants two two hundred plus uh, guarantee. I do believe. So yeah, nobody wants to do that. <laughs> you Sorry. offer him like two fifty for four years, five years. But he wants, I mean, wants two hundred plus guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed money. Yeah, which means that like you get that money regardless. Like you go out there and get hurt tomorrow, you get that two hundred fifty million. It does not matter. Yeah, two four. <laughs> That's what he wants. <laughs> Send it. Bring Lamar. Send it. We're all in. I don't know, man. Push I'll, it. I'll, I'll, Push I'll, it in. 
Worst case scenario, you said he gets injured again, and we have we have another first round pick. Yeah, but you so also what? don't have cap space. You also don't have cap space. <laughs> <Here it goes. laughs> you think the Saints have cap space? They haven't had cap space for the last four years, but they've been angling it around. Thanks. The Saints. The Saints. Yeah, but this- New but Orleans, the Saints, but the There's Saints were able, the able to pick up Drew Brees off of the scrap pile, bro. Like when Drew Brees came from San Diego, he had like a busted up shoulder. Everybody thought he was dead and done for in the NFL. <laughs> oh, I mean, right now, New Orleans cap space is trash, and they're still picking up people left and right, you know, doing whatever. So. Yeah, but at they the end of the day, Sean Watson two hundred million plus guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. At the end of the day, it's all made up money. Like you know, like they're gonna find a way to finagle the cap space. <laughs> so the funny thing is, the Texans are actually pretty good on cap space. They are. Yeah, I think they. Um, I think they actually are. <laughs> but the Saints were a terrible example because they are not a good football team anymore. Not currently. They haven't been good for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting to see how all this quarterback stuff plays out because it's definitely going to have a big, a lot to do with the draft. Um, also, we didn't talk about this. The uh, Chicago Bears traded away the number one pick to the Panthers. Panthers, yep. So, the Panthers are probably taking Bryce Young, (laughs) which will leave C.J. Stroud coming down here to Houston. Yep. Or C.J. Stroud some more. I mean, maybe. (laughs) Honestly, here's here's my thing. C.J. Stroud is essentially a a Kyler Murray equivalent Mm -hmm. um, body-wise and playing style, right? Lamar Jackson, I think, is a better option than that, even at high ceiling. Yeah, I, so, I think so too. Because CJ, I would is not. Little, he's a little undersized. Little yeah. undersized. Like you got. I would able not to fault the Texans. Yeah, for making that move. Yeah. Plus, in oh. the dome, you now he can throw a pretty good ball. So I can see the Texans also wanting to maybe pick that up. The uh, Cowboys picked up uh, Brandon Cooks from the Texans. Yeah. yeah. Which somebody made a really good point. You picked up a short receiver for a quarterback who's notorious for overthrowing. So <laughs> good job, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry's not making those decisions. It's like Jerry's son at this point. <laughs> oh, even better. Yeah. <laughs> Nepotistic ineptitude. <laughs> That's why the Cowboys haven't really had any playoff success in the past, you know, 20 plus, 30 years or so. <laughs> so, NFL silly season is here. Astros played their uh, last spring training game against the Cardinals the other day. Did you see that score? I thought that was the Roughnecks game. I was like, wow, that's nice. <laughs> it was 24 to 1. I was like, how did you put up 24 runs? It had to have been the Astros major leaguers against the Cardinals, like rookie ball guys. Yeah, the Cardinals had to be like, okay, yeah, we're gonna, we're just gonna sit everybody for this last game. We're we're just gonna throw like y'all kids. Can y'all's kids play baseball? Like we're we're gonna throw you guys as kids out there. A bunch of little leaguers. <laughs> Mattress Mac put down one of his bets again. Yes, he of did. Course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Not a bad bet. I kind of want to go buy some furniture from Mattress Mac after this bet and uh, and get it for free in October. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not a bad bet, man. Astros are building up like a little mini dynasty, so hey. <laughs> they need so, one more to see. Okay, right? So you have to head your head to your bet. This year or next year, when do you want to buy furniture? 
<laughs> you guys come into my house. I've got all new furniture. Next year, this time, the, the Astros lost in seven games to the Dodgers, and I'm I'm just completely broke, like just yeah, eating ramen. Every baseball game, watching the Astros, like watching stats, like yeah. So actually, looking at the lineup, right? So once we start the playoffs, we're gonna have a perfect lineup going in, and then yeah, once the break happens in the championship series, right? One, two, one, two, three, like the two, three, four. We're gonna have them set up, man. We're gonna have the break, whoo, and then yeah. It's gonna be I great. do love Mattress Max set up with these bets. I'll tell you, like, so if the team wins, he's over, he's ecstatic. So, yep. you know, if he loses some money, that is what it is. But right. if the team loses, at least I get paid. He gets paid. Because, <laughs> you know, the rule is not just any furniture purchase. Yeah. You have to buy five grand worth of furniture for Mattress yeah. Mac yeah. to get it for free yeah. if the team he bets on wins. Yep. So, if they don't win, he gets five grand times however many people took him up on that however deal. Many, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Collection, collections goes through the roof. Everyone's like... <laughs> matches bag, matches yeah. bag knows what he's doing. Everyone's like, you he actually does. took that address? I moved that furniture out of there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he knows what he's doing, bro. He's he's a magician with the money. No <laughs> shit. If real estate agents, if real estate agents aren't like just grabbing furniture from gallery furniture and staging homes, and then just writing it off whether the Astros win or not, and they're like, "Oh fuck, they didn't win." <laughs> what are they doing? Astros, Astros win, and every house in November for sale is like. Fully furnished, free of charge. <laughs> <laughs> but if they lose, double payments. <laughs> yeah, so the, so the, the interest rates actually just doubled in, in, while, while I went to the computer and printed this out. So, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh shoot! I deposit that into my account. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So this coming weekend, besides the Roughnecks game, we've also got the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania. Mania. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. And I'm not going to lie, I'm not too up on the card besides Roman versus Cody, Asuka versus Bianca, and Charlotte versus Rhea. Um, oh, and Sheamus versus Drew versus Gunter Gunther. for the IC title, which will be a banger. Bro. I bro, I'm so excited for this WrestleMania card. You got Austin Theory and John Cena That's on right. the card as well. Yeah. Also, and then, John so, Cena kind of Okay. John, John Cena kind of tore him up on the mic a few weeks ago. Like, oh my God, like he eviscerated him on the mic. So one of the questions about Austin Theory has been whether he deserves this matchup, whether he deserves to face John Cena at WrestleMania, and subsequently whether he deserves to have a victory over John Cena at WrestleMania should that happen. Because there's a possibility John Cena just sticks around and, you know, comes back for a couple of months, spins a belt, yada, yada, you know, only at, like, big events and blah, blah, blah. So John Cena ended up hitting up Austin Theory and killing him on the mic and saying, whether you win or lose, you lose at the end of this matchup. And that's going to be interesting to see if, like, Austin Theory can carry this momentum after WrestleMania if he's able to beat John Cena to, like, actually become the big star that, you know, people think that he could be, so. Alan? Yeah. Yeah, so also another good interesting match is going to be the Usos, the day, the number ones versus the the number twos, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Ah, uh, yes, a little <laughs> more payoff. Two, the number ones too. <laughs> a little more payoff for the ballad of Sami Zayn. I love it. I love it. I love it. 
Oh, I cannot uh, wait for that matchup. Too bad we didn't get the triple threat with the Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn, huh? God. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of okay. I, I'm I'm at the point at this point where I'm I'm good with like Cody and Roman. Like Cody's Cody's bought me over. He's he's gotten a crowd reaction every single week. Um, Sami Zayn's crowd reaction has been really good, but it hasn't quite been Daniel Bryan levels, but it's been really, really good. It was, it was amazing in Montreal, but that's, you know, Canada for Sami Zayn, but everywhere else it's been good, but not quite Daniel Bryan levels. So, so I'm good with Cody and Roman. What I think I'd like to see is I'd actually like to see Sami and Kevin lose to the Usos. Oh, and hold on, hold on, hold on. Hear me out. <laughs> Sammy and Kevin lose to the Usos. Cody beats Roman. Now, Cody says, Sammy, hey, you and me, let's go for the title. Roman and the bloodline keep getting in Sammy's way ahead of that title match. Uh-huh. Until eventually, Sammy has to vanquish Roman to get that title match at, I don't know, SummerSlam, um, Survivor Series, something like that. And gets picks up that title win over Cody at another of the big four events after taking down the bloodline. That would be okay, I guess. Yeah. That would be nah, that would be okay, I guess, but I'd I'd actually rather see Cody lose at WrestleMania personally. Like I love Cody Rhodes, but I think I think for his story, this entire story that he's been building up, like because he's only been back in WWE for a year and he's been going with this story, I think it would actually actually be great if like Cody lost at this year's WrestleMania and then he won at like maybe next year's WrestleMania or something. But like I, I yeah. think it would be great if he lost. Honestly, the, the, the only thing I, I hate to see with that is it feels like you're devaluing that Royal Rumble win. Which, with uh, him coming in at, at number 30, yeah. if you're going to devalue yeah. a Rumble win, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it's different. It's different. It's like we knew Cody Rhodes was the last entrant that was available, right? Because there was no reason for him to be promoted. But like when John right. Cena came as number thirty, and there was eight people left in the Rumble in New York, that's different because it's like, well, it's Triple H inside Umaga, you know, whoever. But oh, that one was also different because John Cena came back like like a few months early of right. Like a, it was uh, a surprise uh, too, or something like that. Yeah, he, Cody like, was no surprise. Yeah, Cody's was we are we everybody knew about Cody whether they announced it or not. We all knew Cody was coming back at the Rumble. Right. <laughs> all right. So when I say that I want Cody to lose, it doesn't it doesn't mean that he doesn't have an absolutely great story. So like if he were to win on Sunday night, it would be absolutely great to see that happen for him. Because like when he was in WWE the first time, he was kind of stuck in mid card hell. His father is Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, one of the most respected people in professional wrestling history. And he he's never able to quite get over that hump to reach the next level. He he's like so how it works in professional wrestling, uh, I don't know that I need to explain this, but there's like under, there's under people, jobbers, those guys come in, they get beat up. There's mid-card, mid-cards will win some but they will largely lose to the top guys. And then there's your top guys. These are your people who will actually be like the world champions for your organization, the people who can sell money, yada, yada, the people who the fans get behind. So Cody was never able to quite break through from mid-card to being like a main champion. He ends up leaving, taking a big risk on himself, works the independent wrestling scene, uh, garners so much respect on the independent wrestling scene, to the point to where he gets in touch with the Young Bucks and these other guys who are um, the Young Bucks. People, you know, if you care about wrestling, you probably know who those those guys are. Um, he gets in touch with them. He gets in touch with Kenny Omega, and they and they get in touch with a billionaire, Tony Khan, and they form AEW because Cody Rhodes left, formed AEW, 
and was able to successfully like do big boy stuff. Like that's that's like that's like that's stuff that like um say you were to leave and just form your own podcast or something like that, but like your podcast becomes huge and you have a huge podcast network. That's something that WWE and other people would look at as something that's impressive. Hey, this is a person who's a go-getter. They can get out there. They can get people behind them. They can make money without the WWE sort of machine pushing them. And, like, Cody Rhodes was able to do that. Not just that. Like, he was able to create another wrestling program that was able to steal headlines away from WWE, that was able to steal fans away from WWE, that was able to do so much of this. And then he comes back. And, like, when he comes back, he comes back at WrestleMania. When people thought that he was coming back, so many people in the comments sections of like all these wrestling websites on Facebook and stuff, they were saying, oh, he's just going to be a jobber again. He's just going to, he's, he's not going to be a champion. What is he doing? So he ends up coming back and WWE puts the rocket strap to his backside and lets him beat Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, who's, you know, one of the bigger stars in WWE. Not to mention, during this Seth Rollins feud, he has a Hell in a Cell match with Seth Rollins to where he tears, like, his uh, shoulder or whatever the hell. Tears his labrum, I think it was. And then he comes, he wrestles the matchup with a a large, nasty, gnarly-looking bruise on his shoulder. Like, that's not, like... A lot of people were saying that that was fake. You cannot fake that. Like, if that was paint, it would have come off. There's nothing that you could put on there to fake that, like for it to for it to uphold the entire matchup like that. When two guys are in there wrestling and getting sweaty and everything, and so he ends up having that match, giving the people their giving the people their money's worth. Like that was a sold out arena that night. Had you pulled that matchup from the card, like people would have understood. But for Cody Rhodes to go in there and still have that matchup with his shoulder messed up, you know says a lot about who he is and how much like he wanted uh, to give people their money's worth. So for him to come back, win the Royal Rumble, and win at WrestleMania, in a sense, he has not earned it. But in a larger sense, he has very much earned it. But but I just, storyline-wise, I'd love to see him lose to Roman. and Just to, just to, just to build it up. Because like back in the day when Kenny Omega was trying to win the um, IWGP championship from uh, Kazuchika Okada, like, he'd lose those first few times, even though fans were rabbing and wanted him to win. But it took him a while before he actually broke through and got the victory. And when he did, it was amazing. And that's what I want for Cody. But it, but it would be great for him, too, if he were to win So on Sunday. So, Alan, what do you th- think about uh, Cody versus Roman? I'm ready to go. I think uh, we're going to have a team outing at a Dave & Buster, so... To be honest, I'm going to be pretty friggin' lit. And uh, that's how I'm going to enjoy WrestleMania. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, between the Roughnecks and uh, DJ Gigs and WrestleMania, we've got another jam-packed weekend. Seeing yeah. the crap of uh, Space City, seeing the crap out of WrestleMania. And, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode of Sea Space City. Catch us on social media on Facebook at Space City Recreation and Entertainment Facebook page. Also on the Dirty Dina Studio Facebook group. Catch us on Instagram at Space City SRE and then on Twitter on Space City RE. Catch me on Instagram at Brian's Beard Show and catch me on Twitter at this underscore those. Elliot Update, he uh, hit a rough patch. Um, three years into the pandemic, Elliot finally gets COVID. Unfortunately, it was when he was already in the hospital, so it was a bit of a setback. But he is uh, starting to come back now. I finally got to to see him. I didn't get to see him for three weeks because of it. Um, but he's uh, working hard at getting rehabbed, and we hope to to get him back soon. Heck yeah. Um, so, catch Ricky 
outside, outside if you can if you can <laughs> but in the meantime out watching the final season of succession Succession is leaving on HBO. It's the best show on TV. What am I going to do with my life? (laughs) What you're going to do, Ricky, is you're going to get out there and see Space City.